my name's Tatum. Welcome to Ohanga. Today we're going to be talking with Jennifer. Hello. So first off, what kind of art do you do? I am originally a photographer and now I'm a contemporary abstract painter. Very cool. And how did you get involved with art? Um, well, with photography, um, I've always had an interest. My father is an avid photographer. Um, he actually has um, some of his work hung all over Rhode Island, including Rhode Island Hospital. Um, I've always grown up with him having a camera in his hand, sometimes taking more pictures of the outside world than actual family members. But now looking back at it, um, it gave me an interesting perspective to kind of see things that you normally wouldn't, you know, as a fan, as a family, you're always taking pictures of people and, um, you know, animals and just part of your life, day to day life. But he was more of um, trying to find the images, the world looking outside versus just inside our home. Um, I, and I also um, was a TV producer for a long time before I had kids and it always made me look for the, the right shot, you know, the news angle. You wanted the perfect picture um, to get the story, the right camera angles. And so I've always been taking photos as long as I can remember. I never thought that anybody would want to see my pictures, to be honest. Um, and then as far as painting goes, um, it's a new medium for me. Uh, it happened with COVID. My, um, I have three kids, three children, two are in college, but everybody was home. And my daughter said, let's start painting mom. So we bought some canvases, some paint, and just randomly started, you know, putting the paintbrush to the canvas and seeing where it went from there. Um, so it was, it's been pretty interesting from that perspective. I'm learning as I go a whole new medium for me, but I love it. That's awesome that you got to kind of discover that together. Um, yeah, it's been nice. It really has, actually. Yeah. And did you grow up in Rhode Island? You said that your father yeah. has photos in the Rhode Island hospitals. I did. I grew up in East, in East Greenwich, which is where I live currently. I grew up in Rhode Island. Um, and then I went to URI. Um, as soon as I graduated, I moved to New York City. I worked in television there for a while. Then as soon as I started having babies, came back here to raise my family. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, the last, uh, my youngest is 18 years, so it's been a while since I've been out in the real world. <laughs> awesome. And what did you study at URI? Uh, communications. Yep. Cool. And I, it just landed. One thing led to another. Being in New York, I was very, very fortunate. Um, I know how hard the industry is to get into, but it worked out for me at the time. So it was a, it was an interesting, you know, I've started with a news network that was brand new. I was one of the first 40 employees. Um, so it was pretty interesting to be part of history, so. Yeah, that is really interesting. And um, did you take any photography or painting classes as a kid? Ohanga <laughs> loves childhood stories. Um, never painting, to be honest with you. Like this really has been a new concept for me. Oh. Um, photography, I took some um, just, you know, a very low maintenance type of classes in New York City, um, kind of more where you, it was, you go out, take pictures, come back, and we see what you've got, which I kind of enjoy that. Um, it's interesting, you know, I'm going to be all over the place by saying this, but what I've enjoyed so much about photography currently is the editing. Like, it, that's such a whole new role for me. Like, just how you can manipulate a picture with just the simple editing techniques is pretty cool. Um, so anyway, I'm all over the place, but yeah, Wonderful. photography, but like I said, it was, my father was always taking videos, always had a camera in his hand, always had the latest state of the art, um, always looking for the perfect image. And I just, I mean, photo albums and photo albums of buildings and places and people and street photography. And 
I just think I've always gravitated towards it. That's awesome. And this kind of leads right into that question. Um, is there any person that particularly influenced your artistic pursuit? Well, it's interesting that you say that because I say my father, but um, with these two mediums, with photography, it what happened in the last year was huge for me with COVID, like the last year and a half, I've been divorced and, and starting over. And my daughter encouraged me. She's like, mom, you know, you really should put some of your photography out there. And I didn't think anybody would really, I was like, okay, okay. So at the time, which was two years back, she's like, let me create an Instagram. Come on, we can do this. So she created a whole Instagram account for me. I actually wouldn't put my name on it. It was called breathing and photography at the time. Cause I'm like, I don't want anybody to know. Um, and I just put my images out there from travel, things that I've had through the years. And I couldn't believe just the, like, it was, it was really um, a positive experience, the people that were kind of um, encouraging me. And then with um, the, the painting, well, actually with both, I have a designer friend that lives right outside of Boston. She's very well known. And over the last year and a half, I've been incorporating all my art, my photography and my painting in my home. And I had her here last summer and she was like, is this your piece? Is this your piece? And so one thing led to another and she actually said, I want to ha have some of your pieces in my showroom and believe it or not, they sold. That's awesome. And I, yeah. And so from that, it was literally like a turning point for me. It was last summer. And that's where I, I created Jennifer Martirano art and I was willing to put my name out there and we got rid of breathe it in, but um, <laughs> it, it was a positive experience, but it's, um, you know, as you get older and at any age, but to have somebody believe in you and say, you know, this is definitely worth selling and also worth people seeing. So I think that's what's been the most encouraging to me. And especially with COVID, with such, so much uncertainty certainty right now, to have people so positive, I, I just, it's blowing me away. Yeah, that, that's really amazing. That's awesome. Um, so what motivates your art? Um, I think with photography, it's a combination. I, um, I want to share, you know, a beautiful space, a beautiful image, like what I see with my eyes, like my view, like I, I want to hold that piece forever. Like whatever you're looking at, what is great about photography is that image is saved forever. You know, I, I mean, obviously you can delete it, but my point is that that beauty, that moment, good, bad, or ugly, like, you know, you can, you can capture it. And I think that's what motivates me is just to be able to share that. Um, I also really am into, like I said, I mentioned before with the photography, editing and framing. Like um, that has been new for me because, you know, there was no need for me to frame anything or um, learn all the different ways that you can showcase your art. And for editing, I was just taking pictures and kind of just for my own personal, you know, um, enjoyment. But now that I'm sharing them, I'm realizing like it, it's almost good to put yourself out there and to see what's going on. Like uh, with my photography, I mean, you can, you can frame it in a print, you can frame it with acrylic glass, um, you can put it on a canvas um, and it can totally change how that image works in a room, in a space. Um, so I've really, really, I, I'm gravitating more towards, you know, the next chapter, editing, framing, um, making the pieces kind of come alive for a personal space. And then as far as painting, it's color color for me, like mixing paints, um, seeing how, you know, you mix this with this and it can create a whole different color. Um, and then when you put it on the canvas and you add one color to another and you mix it and if you let it dry or it's just manipulating the color. Um, I really love, and I'm totally enjoying when people are responding and saying, oh, this makes me feel this way. Like, you know, my personal time in my studio 
how I created this piece, somebody is now looking at it and saying, that makes me feel this way or that way. And it's, it, it, it's moving. It really touches me to be able to, um, what I'm doing is making somebody feel a certain way. Yeah, it must be amazing to see the impact that your work has on people's emotions. It, that is really it has cool. been. Um, so a little similar to what motivates your art, but what inspires your art? Um, I think with photography, it's more about, um, I don't want to say any certain thing inspires me. It's more about um, just kind of when you find an image or when you see it, I'm not kind of all over the gamut with photography. Like I wish I could say like I like to take, um, you know, I'm more about architectural or black and white. Uh, it really is just how something hits me, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to categorize myself in one certain, you know, venue. I really, or one certain area of photography. Um, I kind of wing it. <laughs> I, there's some areas that I, I want to work on a little bit more. Um, I really want to work more in black and white and in nighttime. And, but I think that's part of what motivates me and wants me to, um, I, I, learn more, I guess. And then um, as far as um, painting is concerned, um, what motivates me? To make people happy. I want people to look at my paintings or have them in their space and feel a positive feeling. Um, I want their eyes to be curious, content. I, I'm not really somebody who's into like um, dark images or um, more deep type of things. I want like I, I something cheery, hopeful, positive, um, a warm, inviting piece to have in your home. Yeah, awesome. Um, so you said you you like to photograph all different things and paint all different things. Are there any general themes that emerge in your art at all? Um, I think with painting, it's really more about the colors, really more of manipulating them. And it's interesting because as I've grown within the last year, um, I think that I was doing a lot of bright colors in the beginning. That seemed to be what people were um, gravitating towards, wanting to purchase. But now I'm, I'm working with more subtle hues and tones. And I, it's interesting, you learn as you go. Like, uh, it's, I'm a work in progress and so is my art. And it's, um, when I first started, everyone, I like this, I like this, a lot of bright colors. Um, and now as I'm kind of um, going off towards more subtle things, kind of making more of the colors blend together, not, um, not so, uh, I, I don't know how to put it into words, but I, I'm noticing people are um, accepting and willing and, and really loving the new pieces I'm creating, but still loving the old. Um, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but anyway. Yeah, that's cool that you kind of get to grow with your art. Yeah, that's how I am. I really am a work in progress. <laughs> um, so what obstacles have you faced in the pursuit of your art? Um, for me, because it's so new, I, I mean, I would say the only obvious obstacle, which I think is for everyone, is the COVID situation. And, you know, having again, just branched out within the last year, you know, a lot of the galleries, even um, showrooms. And um, like I said, my, my girlfriend's uh, business and, you know, it's limited availability to go inside. I think that's been tough, but I'm also um, very excited that a lot of them are doing virtual. Like I have a couple pieces that are in a virtual gallery right now, which is so neat to see that you 
you know, you can watch on the computer and walk into different areas of the gallery and see your pieces hanging on a wall. So um, I don't know if it's necessarily been an obstacle for me because I think that it's pretty interesting that people can do, uh, we're learning as we go. Like COVID has changed all of us. Like we're all kind of struggling a bit and um, it's been kind of a positive thing to kind of see how my art can find a place even though people can't see it, you know, right in front of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and do you think that you have had to deal with the stereotype of the struggling artist? And if so, how have you dealt with it? Um, uh, to be honest, I really can't, I don't consider myself a struggling artist because again, going back to the COVID, I think um, a lot of us are struggling to find a way and I don't feel alone as an artist or as a person. I really, I think the world is changing and we must adapt. I look at this next chapter as a way to create kind of a new me. I, um, I'm learning, I'm kind of interested to see what's happening next, if that makes any sense. I don't know of showing my stuff in a gallery. I've not done that yet. So um, even though it's been an obstacle, I also look at it like I'm kind of a newbie. Let's see when that door opens, how it'll be. Yeah, it's definitely also an opportunity. Um, and I do think that COVID has brought the art community closer, kind of like you were talking about, so. It's very interesting. I, I can't, I'm really, really impressed with the amount of people, how positive people have been. Other artists, other decorators, designers, um, really encouraging and, and not knowing me, you know, I mean, social media is huge and I'm learning that as I go, <laughs> um, but it's been pretty positive. Yeah, that's great. Um, so switching gears a little bit, can you describe your workspace, neat, messy, the tools you use, lighting, all of that? I'm so glad my daughter's not here. Um, I have an office that's off my bedroom, my master bedroom, and I've converted it into my art space. And what I love about it is it has an amazing natural light, um, but um, I just love opening the windows and the fresh air. It, it just, it's a very Zen place because it's so close to, you know, where I sleep and live. And um, I can in any hour, like if I can't sleep and I want to be creative, it's right there. I don't have to, you know, get in the car or go anywhere. But on the same front, I'm very messy. <laughs> I'm more about, um, you know, wanting to put the paint to canvas, not really worrying that the paint is going on the walls and everywhere else in this lovely office space of mine. Um, but it's, I, I love coming in here. Like I just, it makes me very happy. Um, the warm light, uh, the fresh air. And again, it's, I mean, I've lived here for 16 years. So being able to walk into this space and it be mine and I see paints everywhere and paint on the wall, it, it's just a happy place for me. It really warms me up. Yeah, that's awesome. And you said that you can kind of go and work on your art whenever. Is there a time of day that you think works best for you? Um, it really varies. I do like during during the day, um, but it's what it's interesting. What I'm noticing, especially with painting, um, I like to let it sit, and then in with I let it sit, and throughout the day I go and check on it, and I want to see it in all different aspects of the light. That's why I like the natural light because then you know it, your piece in the morning can look completely different than it will late in the day or even in the evening, and um, that has been giving me an an opportunity to kind of fine tune and make sure that. Um, it's at the end, it's finished how I want it to be finished versus rushing through it, which I kind of like, you know, even in the middle of the night, if I'm like, oh, I wasn't sure about that, I wake up and I go check on it and fix it a little bit if I want to. Yeah, that's great that it's right there. So you can yes. do it immediately. And I can hide it. So it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So is there anything else at all that you think is important to know? Um, I just think, I think that it's been a positive, I mean, I just, I know COVID has been very rough for people and I totally respect that. And, and in certain aspects it has for me and for my three children, I understand, you know, they've had to make some serious sacrifices being at home. But for me, from a creative perspective, from, you know, starting a next chapter for me, uh, I, I have nothing but positive thoughts. Like I'm impressed with the social community. I'm impressed with Ohanga and how wonderful everybody's been there. Um, it's just, there's a lot of people wanting to like pat you on the back or give you some suggestions or ideas or, um, I haven't noticed a lot of criticism and that's been really, really nice, especially when you're new and again, putting my name out there is a huge thing. Yeah. So, um, it's been, it's been, it's really warmed me up to things, but, but don't get me wrong. Cause there are, you know, there are bad days, really bad days where you don't, nobody likes, likes your social media. I'm learning that. Um, and then there's, you know, great days where you're, you know, you've sold two paintings and you can't believe it. And, you know, you've got 50 likes and, um, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So I'm trying to just roll with it. And, um, I guess I'm learning that it's okay to be me and just showing everybody, this is my work yeah. and that's it. Definitely. And my very last question is, what is the ultimate goal for your art? What do you want it to be or mean to your audience? Okay. Um, with this next chapter, I'm learning that you have to believe it to become, for it to become reality. So by, I remind myself of that daily. And with that being said, I want my art everywhere. I want Jennifer Martirano art in homes and stores and galleries. And I want everybody to have a positive experience with what I can offer. And um, I, I, I want my work to make a room complete.